we are so excited tonight because we have guests special guests not very, just any guests very special guests on the podcast with us today yes we and in fact i have a song to lead us to your quote amanda that will start us are you ready let's do it yep i'm ready oh a classic yes Got a friend in me. Oh, no, here you go again. This is not the Randy. You Newton got version. a friend in me. All right, what you got to say about friends, Amanda? C.S. Lewis said the following. Love this. Friendship is born at the moment when one man or woman says to another, "What? You too? I thought that no one but myself." Dot dot dot. Mm. It's Ooh, one of the I best things that. about friends. It's when I you love go, that. hey, we have that in common. And we are yes. on today with two people with whom you and I have a lot in common. Absolutely, we do. We're so excited. We have two school leaders, two new school leaders, actually, who have joined us to talk about some of the crazy things that they have been encountering during this yes. global pandemic. And first, we're going to let them introduce themselves. Great. I'll let Chandra Sanchez kick it off. Great. All right. Well, it's nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Chandra. I'm the school leader at Indiana Connections Academy and Indiana Connections Career Academy. Been there um, six years, first year as school leader, served as the high school principal before that. And Oh, about, you know, 14 or so years in brick and mortar in various capacities. So, yes. And lots of experience, still lots to learn. <laughs> yes. Right. Always. Always. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to let my good friend, Josh Kitchens, introduce himself. Hey, guys. Good to be here tonight. I am Josh, the school leader at South Carolina Connections Academy. And I have been there for almost 13 years, literally all of my adult life. And every, every year in education has been spent at that school. So I love it. I love it. It's my second home. Now that is, that's a, that's a claim to be able to make, oh. Josh. Yeah, that's that it. That man has been there since the day the doors opened. Yep. That the was virtual it. virtual doors and it's the like literal office It's doors. like he stepped off the graduation stage and onto it, SCC. It, it, liter- it literally was that. Just Josh. a baby there. Tell the audience what you were planning to do if you did not get a teaching job. Yep. I was going to be a mailman <laughs> for at least a year, which is ironic because I cannot drive, mu- no, drive a car, cannot. much less a mail truck. So I don't even know. <laughs> the, Josh, so. they, sit on the ro- they sit on the other side of the mail truck. I know. I, is that right? They do. Yeah. I would okay. have been fired. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I it worked this. out well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Win, win. I mean. Things happen the way they're supposed to, don't they? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Well, we are super excited to talk to you guys about, like I said, about handling this, these unprecedented times that we're in and just navigating new waters. So we've come up with some questions that we're going to ask you and we'll just let you answer as you feel like it. Um, But we're really excited to hear what you have to say. So Amanda, kick us off. Yeah, we want to know from both of you. All right, you're navigating all of these different things. Being a school leader, principal is, is difficult enough. Now we have a global pandemic. So that's going to complicate things. What has <laughs> been your biggest challenge in all of this? Mm. Uh, oh. I think the biggest challenge has been um, 
you know, we're virtual to begin with. So, you know, being able to see it, see people's emotion on a regular basis is challenging mm. in a virtual environment, right? You've got to got to think of new ways to do that and get creative. But I, I feel like I had that down. My leadership team had that down. We, we had good, um, uh, secure ways of keeping a pulse on everything. And then the pandemic hits. <laughs> it feels like none of that stuff was working, right? Like things were changing it within the hour. You know, mm-hmm. you'd start the day with one set of rules from the department and then you'd end the day with a new set of rules from the governor. Mm. And then I, it just, it was a constant ebb and flow. And because of that, we really, I think as it, well, I myself, um, and then of course, if I'm struggling, then, it, you know, of course that filters down a little bit to my team. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we were off course. It's like, we were all standing up in the canoe and everyone's yelling like, sit down because you keep <laughs> rocking the boat. I love because that it's, image. It's moving constantly. And it was really hard to just like watch the water, mm-hmm. right? Like how is the water feeling? But we, we couldn't. Um, because it, things were just happening so fast. So I think the biggest, I mean, we're in a much better place now. Um, and, and we figured it out within that, you know, first week or two, but that was, um, it made us all feel off. Yeah. I was going to say, we how just, long did it take you to figure out to sit down in the canoe? How long did that take you? I would say after like, once we realized, okay, we've got to get communication out. We have to get our heads, you know, we had, multiple meetings that week or just conversations about it went through the whole you know the chain of communication um with everyone and then I think we were like okay we have a plan Mm -hmm. so we needed a plan we didn't have a plan Mm -hmm. no one had been through this before like even you know to Josh's point he's never been in a brick and mortar but I have so I knew what tornado drills felt like I knew what you know what um There's crisis no felt like nope we, we did no not drill. have a global <laughs> pandemic drill nope. there was no googling it like there was nothing so <laughs> we had to uh figure it out ourselves so i'd say within that first week i think you know melissa you and i i mean we talk a lot but like I, we really talked that week i was yes. like oh my god i'm losing it you know i'm losing it and um you held it together quite fine. I might well, have. You did. You did. Well, thanks. But I, I was losing it inside. Yeah. And it's simply because we couldn't get control of the canoe. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it just kept moving. So I'd say within a week or two. Yeah. I mean, and now we feel, now I feel like bring it on. You know, like yeah. I, I, I think we can handle this moving forward. We're getting, we're getting more creative about how to get in touch with our families. It's actually really push, pushed us to, to reach out more because, you know, as a virtual school, we didn't, you know, we don't necessarily do lunches Mm -hmm. and ask resource wise, you know, not as much as you do in a brick and mortar. So um, it's really kind of, those are things we always wanted to do. And we've sort of, you know, for lack of a better term, took the bull by the horns and, and done it now. Now we're asking families for that and we're looking for those resources. So that would be my biggest challenge, just trying to navigate those waters and, in a in a canoe not in a cruise ship exactly exactly (laughs) and what what do you have to add to that josh like what have you seen as as the big challenge no the the thing i keep coming back to especially in those early days was communication you know chandra and i both lead very large schools we've got Mm five thousand students and 175 Mm -hmm. 200 staff and on an easy day on a normal day 
communicating with all those stakeholders is difficult. And then you throw in a global pandemic and then you throw in how a, a situation that keeps changing so rapidly. You know, we send information out and 24 hours later, that information's mm. outdated. Things kept mm-hmm. changing. So trying to keep everybody in the loop, trying to navigate uh, people's emotions and feelings as, as things were changing. And so you have to give information, but you also have to help ensure that people are staying calm, that people know that, you know, you're there for them, they're protected, they're safe. Um, in those early days, communication was was just so rampant and so, so important. You know, and we'd look back and we'd say, my goodness, think about what we were doing three days ago. Like, I didn't even imagine three days later that this is where we'd be or what were we doing last month? Like the things that you were thinking about, you're thinking about an entirely new set of things a few days later or a week later. So it, it was just crazy. And, you know, as things went, as things went along, things settled down and we started to find that normal. But in those early days, those first couple of weeks, c- communication was pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what has surprised you in all of this, either positive or negative? What, what have you, what have you not, aside from, from just the fact that it's happening, what have you not been prepared for? What, what has maybe pleasantly surprised you? I'll start, you know, and, and this is, and this is positive. You know, we live in such a, a cynical world and there's just so much negativity that just flows. And so I think a lot of times we go into situations prepared for the negative, you know, prepared mm. for the, the, you know, the cynicism. But what I've been so surprised about is just the kindness and the gratitude and all the good that's come out of this. You've just seen people that have been understanding, people that have just looked for ways to serve, people that have been patient and kind. And so it's really been great to see. It has been refreshing and rewarding. And my hope is that when all this is over, that we remember that, that we remember what people were like and how people were there for each other. And we carry that over, you know, whether there's a pandemic or not. So that's been a pleasant surprise for me. Mm-hmm. Josh, can you can you tell us a story of of an act of kindness that you have witnessed? Because I, I think it, I like when we can give examples. Sure. I, I'll just, you know, I'll use my leadership team. There's so many examples, but something that stands out to me is, you know, we have uh, we really tried to be understanding of our families um, and know that even though we're virtual and even though you know we were not impacted the way that maybe a bricks and mortar school uh, had been, it, it was still a difficult situation for our families. And so to see my leadership team and our teachers and our staff just just have understanding for our families and say, you know what, if they don't do all this schoolwork, if our teachers can't work eight hour days and they need to have some more flexibility, then who cares? The most important thing right now is that we're there for our families, that teachers can be there for their own children, for their spouse, Mm -hmm. for their families. And it was never a question. It was never anything I had to convince anybody about. I never had to you know, get up on my soapbox and say, this is the right thing to do. People just instinctively said, this is what we need to do. So that was great to see. Yeah. And you guys even kind of coined a phrase. Yeah. Can you share yeah. that with our, us? Yeah. Our phrase that we have used uh, has been grace before grades. And uh, our, our whole staff's adopted it. And I'm proud to say they're living it out. That's I love great. that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. What kind of surprises have you seen, Chandra? Um, similar. I mean, I think... You know, for us, it came, you know, I don't know. Hindsight's always interesting and irony is so much fun. And uh, it's, 
you know, we had come off a Indiana legislative session where, you know, it was, it was good. It was positive. We had lots of positive things, but virtual was still sort of something in our state that was, um, you know, we were still running in the undercurrent and, um, we had some this, negative publicity had from some another school. Stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We had, you know, we had a really large virtual school that, um, you know, just didn't do a very good job of, of being a provider of state money and a mm-hmm. service, um, to students and families. And, and so, we were doing our best to sort of separate ourselves from that. And, and then, you know, this pandemic enters the picture. And I think I've always believed that brick and mortar and virtual, like uh, charter and public, I mean, we all are here to serve children and that's the beauty of school choice. And, And it's, it's not something though, that I see regularly happening, happening sometimes in our world. And so I think the best thing that I've seen come out of this, and there's been a ton of examples, I mean, staff and students and families, I mean, have all sort of band together and got super creative. And as Josh said, you know, um, really thought about the mental health and the stability of our families before the actual grades or the output. Right. But the fact that our brick and mortars and our, and, and our virtual schools um, have come together and really tried to learn from each other during this, um, during these last five, six weeks has been one of the most powerful things that I've seen. Mm. Um, I spent time in the district and I spent time in the charter world and brick and mortar before coming to in um, virtual and, you know, there's just naysayers everywhere. And I think, you know, it's always so much cleaner when you've walked on the other side. And I think our brick and mortars have um, been able to see now um, that it's not just about setting students in front of the computer. And it's not just about like, you know, throwing something up online and expecting students to do it. And we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs, waiting for kids to turn assignments in, you know, like there's this misconception about what it is. And now that they're experiencing it, I mean, quite frankly, they've done some amazing things. I mean, my own kids' teachers have done things I don't know that we've even tried yet. (laughs) Because, (laughs) you know, I mean, we're learning from them, too. And I think as parents, we're learning, you know, in our virtual, my leadership team and I are talking about that regularly. Like, we're seeing things that our schools are doing, our brick-and-mortar schools where our own children are going, where we're like, hey, we should try that. (laughs) That would be that's something we could add, you know, that's an added benefit, not something we've ever pushed to that limit or expected or um, even attempted in mass. Maybe a few teachers have done it, but not in mass. Yeah. So that's that's that collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. And and to Josh's point, you know, you guys are offering those bricks and mortar schools, the grace that, that, that maybe they're also starting to offer virtuals, you know, like grace seems to be the word of the, of the it pandemic. The mm-hmm. Let's, let's it make is. it the word of yep. the t- pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like yep. that. So moving forward, um, you know, I know you've learned a ton in the last couple of weeks. So are there some things that you've identified as, you know, lessons learned and, you know, this is how I'm going to do it moving forward? Well, I think what you said, Melissa, is probably the largest lesson or just, you know, the affirmation that I'm always looking for in life is that mm-hmm. 
grace is a winner. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah. it pays to play nice. I mean, one of my favorite sayings is to play nice in the sandbox. And it, and it, it pays to play nice in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. It's, it's a benefit for all. And we all win when we do that. And it's, it's the most wonderful thing for our communities and our students and our families when they see us, the educators, working together. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm in collaborating with each other and supporting each other through this. And, um, you know, I think that's probably a lesson, like maybe not a lesson learned, but like you said, an affirmation of what I already thought I believed. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I feel like I'm, I'm seeing it really happen. And that's really yeah. cool. I love yeah. that. How about you, Josh? Yeah, I think a couple of things come to mind. One is, you know, be prepared for the unexpected. Uh, there's, there's a playbook for this. And I think it really required a high degree of flexibility and understanding. And again, going back to that grace, I mean, just just having that. And so even though the chances that we'll encounter another global pandemic are probably pretty low, the chances that we'll face something that are that, that's unexpected is pretty high. So I think that's always important to remember. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that comes to mind is just perseverance to remember that you know, one day this, this will be over. One day we'll get back to normal. And so no matter what the circumstance is, no matter how tough things are, you know, you'll make it through. It's just about sticking together, teamwork, understanding, um, and just looking forward to the day when, hey, we're through this and we're better for it. So I think that's a lesson we can learn from this or anything that's unexpected. Love it. That's awesome. Thank you both. Yep, that's great. Any, Any just – absolutely off the wall crazy stories you want to share you don't have to name names yeah i'll share one <laughs> yeah no no no. So, please don't yeah. name names <laughs> I've, I've got one this, this just happened last week so i am still working in the office i'm the only one there that's for my sanity and my family sanity so i keep going in there and you know it's it gets lonely and it's quiet and so sometimes i like to like to crank up amazon music I like to have a little <laughs> dance party I like to just have fun. And so on Friday, you know, I'm just cranking up my music. We're just going Wait, crazy. Wait, time out. Time out. What you listening to? I uh, need a visual. I, well, I'm listening to the Feeling Happy playlist on Amazon Music. I highly recommend it. I love it. Yes. Okay. And so right. this man shows up at my office door. First of all, I don't know how he got in there. I don't even know how he got to my <laughs> office door. The office is locked and there's bulletproof glass there. So I'm like, I don't know where you came from. And I'm like, can I can I help you? Yeah, I'm here to install some HDMI ports. What? Who sent you? Who sent you? It's a pandemic. You're here to install HDMI ports? Do you have a few minutes? Well, I guess so. Let yeah, me let stay. me stop my dance let me, What do you think? Let me stay. Yeah, stay six feet behind me and follow me to the training room. So that was uh where's your mask? Yeah, so man? that was that was great. Uh it was a that's nice surprise. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Can you top it, Chandra? <laughs> no, I can't top it. <laughs> I'm just thinking of your face and his face when when he was like oh. I'm already a little nervous because I always hear these footsteps and I'm like, who is this? So yeah. 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 Didn't expect somebody to actually be there. Um, no, we really haven't. Nothing too crazy. I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. That's okay. I think we can, I think we, I think we have enough with what Josh has gone through. Yep. (laughs) 
Well, I love hearing these. I love hearing about your experience and I think it's important for others to hear about it too. One of the things that we're doing at the end of our podcast is we're going to do some round robin questions. I'm going to let Amanda take care of this part. Here we go. We are going to start with, we'll go in alpha order. The English teacher and me will push, it will, we'll go Chandra Josh for each of these questions. First, what is your guilty pleasure snack food? Potato chips. Sour Patch Kids. Mm. We got a we got salty, a sweet, sweet, salty. Sweet, salty. That needs to be our new Preach. nickname, Chandra. That's sweet, salty. Yeah, yes. Sweet, salty on the podcast this week. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, award or honor you received in elementary or middle school? I um. I got the Young Authors Award oh, in elementary school for writing a book. Writing a yeah. book? Overachiever? Oh, yeah. what? Wait, wait, wait. What was the book yeah, called? Yeah, title, please. <laughs> you know, that's funny. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was something like a day in the life of Alex P. Kitten because we had a cat. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Remember Family Ties, right? Wait. Well, Melissa knows the history of naming my oh, cats. I mean... They always have middle names. They always have middle initials and stuff. So Alex P. Kitten was a black and white fluffy cat. And it was about the time of family ties, yes. right? And he just was so, he was such a perfectionist cat. So we named him Alex P. Kitten, Alex Precious Kitten. Oh, Sean, and, um, that is great. Yeah, so I wrote a book about the adventures of Alex P. Kitten. Chandra, you know I have a cat named Betty White. So I'm all about yeah. cats oh, that have you, first You might be writing a names. sequel. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm sort of stuck on the perfectionist kid. Well, that's because that's that was Alex P. Keaton. You remember? He was. Okay. I know. Michael I J. Know. Fox. Love, love. I know. That's such I a know. great memory. Okay. It, it was truly a tribute to him. Oh, so if you're it. listening, Michael, Michael J. Fox, Fox, if you're listening, and I'm sure you aren't, we <laughs> love you. Love love, family ties. love, 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 love. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. All right, Josh. Go. All right. Two two things go to mind. I won back to back spelling bees in fourth and fifth grade. Oh, yes. one. And I won the Good Citizen Award every year from kindergarten through fourth. But I lost in oh, fifth wow. grade because I got in school suspension and I was ineligible to win the teacher. Right. The teacher oh, told the class no. they could not vote for me that year. Okay. Now I care about none of what you just said, except I for this. Know what yeah. you're gonna what? Say. Did you get in school suspension? I think this is really embarrassing. And it might be surprising knowing me. I got I ISS for saying that boys were hot dogs and girls were hamburgers. <laughs> you know what? I yes. you think you know someone. I know. I know you think you know. Think you know to a round robin of questions. It ended my ended my streak all for oh so young a a dirty joke. I know didn't even know what I was talking about. Oh well, if we're in full disclosure, I will say this: that in fourth grade, I wrote with a sharpie marker on. Just imagine this now. I had, I did not know what this word meant, but I wrote the F word with a Sharpie marker on a new piece of furniture in the school library. Oh, Amanda. I mean, no. right? <laughs> so, I think we, I think you had some anger issues. We might no, need it was to a dare. another time. Mm-mm, no, there was no anger. It was a dare. It was a dare. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'll do that. 
Did, Who knew you were did so you get called? to dare? Oh, you da- you're damn right I got caught. And there were like 13 witnesses. Oh, I was in so- my Southern mother. I mean, I still remember the note that my wonderful teacher, Miss Matthews, wrote. And she spelled out. She put F blank blank K. And I was like, oh, this is so bad. I mean, even even in my 11-year-old brain, I knew she won't even write the word. And I just wrote that junk with a permanent marker on a piece of furniture. It was not good. So it's not that is worse than what you did, Josh. But I I I I had some I had some troubling times in elementary school as well. I get it. Mm-hmm. And look at us now. All Look at us later. now. Basically, yes, the, just the same person, basically. <laughs> yes, I, mean, I do have a penchant for bad language, mm-hmm. still, to this day. Okay. Yeah. All right. On a more serious note, who is your hero? Or I'm going to say one of your heroes. You don't have to just have one hero. Hopefully, you have many. But who's one of your heroes and why? My mom. I mean, she's just an amazing woman. And what is your mom's Can't. name? Will you tell us your mom's name? Mm-hmm. Marianne Morgan. Oh, Marianne. Yeah, she's awesome. She's going to be 70 this year. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Cheers yep. to Marianne. Cheers glad to Marianne. Yep. Yes. Glad y'all are yes. still having that yes. kind of great relationship. We are. I love it. That's awesome. She keeps How about you, Josh? Mine is not as sweet, and he's fictional. But I'll, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to choose Ron Swanson tonight. Oh. I just love oh. Ron. Oh my! He's got it together. Deal. What a man! Mm. You know they're doing oh, a new Oh yes. Act, Josh, oh. on April thirtieth. Yes. Yeah. To say yes. that Josh and I have had, what do you think, Josh? No less than thirty-two total text messages about that new Parks and Rec episode mm-hmm. since the news dropped. Uh, it is... Amanda made sure that I was sitting down when she told me that. I did. I said, "This is how it started." <laughs> Josh, are you seated? Are you seated? In all caps. And then the third one said, I need you to be sitting down for this. And I literally went and, said, and sat down. And then I said, <laughs> I am. I am. I am. <laughs> he, he he follows directions. Wow. So good. You know, the thing that I love that we'll, we make this the Indiana connection, you know, because that is true. Pawnee. 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 All right. Well, I have to say one thing about Parks and Rec before we move on to our last lightning round question. And that is this, that I had never watched Parks and Rec before. And Josh, in, until two years ago. And Josh would say to me from time to time, you know what I mean, You, your career trajectory reminds me a little bit of Leslie Note. Like, and he, he just really, like, he got into this. He, it was very intriguing. Josh has an amazing ability to quote episodes of The Office, Parks and Rec. He can tell you the season. He can tell you the episode number. I mean, it is, it is uncanny ability. And so he was just pumping up Parks and Rec. So he, he challenged me to watch them. I watched them all. I do agree with him. And he's got a little bit of Ron Swanson in him, too. I'm going to say that right here and now. Really Some people might not know. Not a hugger. Not a hugger. <laughs> Josh Cajun is not a hugger. Ron Swanson, not a no, hugger. A nice tap on the shoulder. Yep. Yep. Just a, nice just a, or a, nice side, a side hug. hug. Josh, Josh nice will not. be a side hug. I, did, I used to be offended by as that. As one of my going away presents for Amanda when she left SECA <laughs> was to give her an actual forward hug. Full, full, real hug. Yep, mm-hmm. that is true. One of the only times. <laughs> full, yep, full, on. full on. Okay. All right. Funniest moment you've ever had with Amanda or Melissa. I mean, you know, depending. 
Or if you don't want to do funniest moment, you can do the maddest you've ever seen Amanda or Melissa, which Melissa almost never gets super mad, but this, that one's more probably about me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've relived this moment so many times, but it is probably the, I mean, I have Melissa and I've had a lot of funny moments, Um, but the pitching of softball at that bar <laughs> and I chose linen pants as my outfit. Oh dear. Wait, why was there for a night at a bar? <laughs> and a hot, sweaty evening of pitching softball that was supposed to be cornhole in all actuality. Yeah, we all it was actually a cornhole yeah. bean bag. <laughs> <laughs> and Shonda, after many beverages, decided to show me her pitching oh, skills. Which actually now, suck. They're not yeah. that good. There, there also exists some video of this event, but I, but what probably was the best part of that is I fell on my ass. Yes, yes, in front of everyone. So that is that is probably, also the night of the parrot. That. Yes, I ended up with. Uh, I was going to say, I'm sorry, shoulder. A R R O T T. Yes, we did. Yes. Yes, and you know, I will have to say, this just goes to prove that the team building time <laughs> in Baltimore is extremely I know. True. I know. All it right, is. Josh, uh, I, I don't even know where to start, but I but one does come to mind. I will say I have given Amanda, I have made her pee her pants twice from laughter on the street as we have been walking. Bladder. As we have been yep, walking. Full bladder. But, yep, yep, that is true. But the one that comes to mind is uh, I was in my office. Amanda was down. She was sitting across the desk from me, and I had to call this kid. And his name was D-R-A, which now I know was pronounced Dre. But on the phone, I left. I was leaving a voicemail, and I said, hello, this is Mr. Kitchens. I'm calling for draw, for draw. And Amanda just starts losing it. And I start oh. losing it. And I'm leaving a voicemail, and I just had to hang up the phone. He never finished the message, never called back. I don't even know if he wound up coming here. I hope not. (laughs) Probably scared him off, but draw all these years later. I mean, the southern accent, it was, uh, I'm calling for draw. This is Mr. Kitchens. I was like, I am not even here right now. This is amazing. Amazing. It's a wonder I didn't pee my pants that time, too. Oh, my my gosh. gosh. This has been so it much has fun. been great. And I hope it goes without saying that we, Amanda and I both just think the world of you two and are so happy that you're mm, in the spaces yes. that you're in right now and leading our schools and just just giving our kids what they need. So I am just so proud of you, Chandra, and can't just can't wait to see where you go with this. Oh, thanks. Ditto. Proud of you too. Oh, listen to that. <laughs> and Josh, I'll be I mean, the Leslie to your Ron anytime, anywhere. Yep. Thanks for leaving. Forever. Thanks for leaving a nice map of Pawnee behind for me. I appreciate it. Yep. That's there's right. the occasional bird happening <laughs> in your way. Yes. But there are also some some uh, little Sebastians yes, as thank well. You. Just to keep it interesting. Perfect. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're doing a great thank job. You. you as well. Well, thanks for being with us, you guys. And um, to our listeners, stay well and stay healthy. And yep. Bye, everyone. Soon.